What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for another edition of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones, and just two more days until the team hits the road to head to Buffalo to take on the Bills for their second preseason game. So coming up on tonight's episode of Broncos Now, we'll hear from running back Melvin Gordon, cornerback K1 Williams, and of course, head coach Nathaniel Hackett as they continue to prepare for this weekend's game. Will be a good test run for the coaches and players as expectations will be set for this year's road games. Coach Hackett discusses what the process will be like and what it will mean returning to Buffalo where he used to coach. I think everything just has to be defined. It's about communication with everything that we do. You have to communicate uh, nonstop with everybody so that they know exactly what we're looking for. Um, we will make it just like a regular road trip on how we do things with the um, afternoon game there at one o'clock. And uh, so we'll kind of go through that process and we'll be able to find out some things and work through. It's always a little different when you have this many guys, um, but I think we'll be able to get a lot of good information. I, I had a great time there. I learned so much. You know, I was there for quality control for two years. I was uh, the coordinator for two years and it, it was an amazing experience. You know, we still have friends that are there. I'm excited to see. Um, but I mean, hey, it's a business trip. It's still a game. Been back there a couple times already. And uh, hey. I'll go play some football. And yesterday we discussed Coach Hackett's philosophy when it comes to the preseason. He's not a fan of it and would rather be safe than sorry when it comes to playing starters. And both running back Melvin Gordon and cornerback K1 Williams chimed in on it today. You know, you, you see what happened to, you know, the Jets quarterback. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's just kind of a sour feeling if you lose one of your, your, you know, your main guys before the regular season even starts. You know, so it's just, uh, you know, something to think about. But, you know, we get after it. You know, we understand that, you know, he looks out for us um, as far as that aspect. So, you know, we look out for him as far as coming out here and doing what we need to do. So, and I think, you know, we we, we pretty tapped in out here, man. We, uh, we, all, we, all, we all hungry, you know. So, you know, if we don't, um, you, know, you know, make the preseason games, I don't think, you know, there would be any flaw in that. We'll still be ready to come to Seahawks. I say just – get to be more mental, get to put more emphasis on the mental side of the game, especially not being out there in the preseason. So you got to emphasize your technique and practice a little bit more. Even though you're not getting live tackling reps, you got to be able to do it as best as you can in practice just to get those reps. And I feel like you just got to be mentally sharp coming into the beginning of the season. Melvin also discussed what his mindset has been at practice the past couple weeks. He says, it's just about coming out every day and finding something to get better at, whether that's a weakness, a flaw. And he goes on to say that competition is really what drives him. I'm a competitor, man. You know, I, I come here, I, I want to compete. I want to, you know, do all the right things, try to say all the right things. Um, kind of know what it is at times, and unfortunately, but, you know, I'm still a competitor at the end of the day. Uh, you kind of take that away, then, you know, the love's kind of gone, you know. So I'm... I'm in my head every day, I kind of tell myself that's not the case. They're not just giving, giving anyone a position. You know, it's the NFL. You know, you should be able to, you have to earn it. You have to earn it. And that's what I tell myself every day. None, none's given. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of keeps me going. It keeps me focused. keeps me finishing. keeps me grinding. Like Melvin said, in the NFL, you have to earn it. And in order to do that, he believes you have to be consistent. Like I said, you don't know how the future plays out with anything. Um, but you just got to go out there and just, and just ball out. You know, you got to make every opportunity count, whether it's um, the same or less as last year. Um, I really don't know. Uh, I really don't know. It's just crazy. Um, but I just got to, I know when I get in there, I got to make it count. And that's, and that's all that matters. I got to do what, you know, what it takes. Hack told me, um, you know, coming in, end of the day, it's about, it's about the Super Bowl. Um, it's about winning the Super Bowl. And we're going to do whatever is it, it, best for the team. Um, so 
I'm bought into that 100% because I want the ring more than anything. Um, but I do, I do feel like it helps the team. So when I get in, I got to show that. Kwan suffered a knee injury at the beginning of training camp, but says he's feeling good and is happy to be back out on the field competing. Today, he talked about the secondary and the talent within that group. Well, a lot of versatility. A lot of guys been in the league a long time. Uh, we got some young talent like throughout the board. I'm talking about Pat, uh, Darb, all those guys can compete and play at a high level. So it's just been exciting just being able to work with those guys. He goes on to talk about how it's been working with both Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. Oh, it's been great. Those guys got a lot of knowledge in the scheme and just football in general. And just me as a nickel, I got to be able to communicate and be decisive in my decision making and put everybody on the same page. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric, thanks for joining me again on the show today. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Well, we heard from Melvin Gordon following practice today. First time it feels like that we've heard from him in a while. Um, he said, you know, based on reps at practice that he thinks that Javante is going to be the starter, but isn't really sure how the rotation's going to be, what the rotation's going to look like this year. Just want to get your thoughts on that. What do you think about all of that? Yeah, I mean, I do think that based on what we've seen, Melvin's right. It seems yeah. like Javante is probably going to be the starter. Um, Javante gets all kind of the first, you know, that's what we saw during training camp, at least. Javante gets all the first team carries during the first series, and then it's kind of Melvin the second time the first team goes out there, and then back to Javante. And so I do think that there's a, you know, if you care about who goes out there and gets the first carry, which I know that Melvin said, hey, I do care about that. That's right. important to me. I'm a competitor. I think it's it, important to care, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, then it's going to be Javante, I think. But that doesn't mean that Melvin's not going to play a huge role. And it really hasn't felt like during training camp, at least, that Javante got a ton more carries or that he was way more involved. It's felt pretty even to me. Um, Justin Alton has said this is going to be kind of a by committee sort of situation. They're going to have snap counts, pitch counts on these guys so that mm -hmm. they don't run Javante into the ground in September or October. You know, you want right. these guys to be fresh in January, hopefully February. I mean, if you could show up to the playoffs when it's hard to run the football, when it's hard for teams to stop you running the football, yeah. and you have these two guys, you're going to have an advantage. You know, maybe say you get to host a playoff game, it's snowing in Denver. You've got Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon to run it at people. I mean, that that's the thought here. That's the plan. Right. Um, and so to me, it doesn't necessarily matter who's starting there, even if it does matter to these guys. Um, I will say, if you look at Green Bay, which is where Nathaniel Hackett was last year, mm -hmm. Aaron Jones got 15 starts in 15 games. He had 171 carries, 799 yards, and four touchdowns. A.J. Dillon, he played all 17 games, but only started two of those games. He actually had 16 more carries, four more yards, and another touchdown oh, than Aaron Jones. Um, that's just the ground game. Aaron Jones was more productive through the air, had a few more touchdowns. Right. Um, but I think what that shows you is that this is not going to be Javante with 250 carries and Melvin with 100 carries. I mean, we saw that right. in Melvin's first season where he got a lot more work than Phillip Lindsay. I don't mm -hmm. think it's necessarily going to be like that, nor should it. I think both these guys are talented. Javante has the ability to run you over to hit the hole to get those tough yards melvin gordon though at the goal line he's got a nose for the end zone that's clear you know yep. um, more than eight touchdowns and i think five consecutive seasons mm -hmm. um you know 10 total touchdowns here the last couple of years so he's got that ability he's got the kind of the breakaway speed you saw that last year against the giants against kansas city i'm not sure javante has that ability to to get in the into the open field 80 yards away and take off i think he's more of a a bruising runner so you're going to need both of these guys um 
I'm not as worried about the starting deal, even though I know it is important to certain people. I do have to say, I think Melvin has a different mindset this year too. I liked what he said earlier when he was speaking to the media that, you know, he comes out to practice every single day, focusing on a weakness, focusing on a flaw to get better at just tweaking those little things here and there. And um, he did say that when he re-signed with the Broncos that Coach Hackett was like, we just want to get to a Super Bowl. And yeah. that's really obviously the end goal here for every single team. So anything that Melvin can do to help get to that point, he's willing to do. Yeah. And he, listen, he hasn't had for all the individual success he's had, you know, thousand yard seasons, two Pro Bowl appearances. Right. He's only made the playoffs once mm-hmm. and they lost, I think, in the divisional round of the Patriots. Um, he hasn't been to an AFC championship game. He hasn't been to uh, a Super Bowl. And so when you get up there in your career, which he is doing, believe it or not. I think 2015 was his first year. So this was yeah. his seventh or eighth season. My mm-hmm. math, uh, d- <laughs> not going to do math on short notice here, but he, um, he's probably realizing, Hey, I've only got so many shots at this. Right. And so you can understand why that would be important to him. Definitely. Well, we also heard from K1 Williams. We heard him at press today, but also earlier in the show, you know, he said he's feeling good after suffering that knee injury that he had early in a training camp. Eric, what do you like about his game and how do you think he really fits into the secondary here? Yeah, a lot. I mean, the Broncos obviously mm-hmm. needed a nickel cornerback with Bryce Callahan hitting free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, K1's a guy that when he's able to stay available is a really dynamic player. Uh, I think if there's one thing the Broncos defense has missed over the last few years, it's corners that can make plays that result in turnovers. So it's not just about mm-hmm. shutting down the opposing receiver. You need to, at times, pick off those passes. You need to right. bat a ball into the air. You need to force a fumble. Um, K1 Williams obviously has experience. I think he forced a fumble uh, in the playoffs, might have had an interception. He's, he's had those takeaways in big games. Mm-hmm. Um, he can blitz from that slot position and put pressure on the cornerback. On the quarterback, he's really good at that. Um, like I said, very good in that slot position, covering receivers as the nickel corner um, can force turnovers. I think he's fit in well with Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, Pat Sertan, Ronald Darby, um, and is a good veteran presence there. You've got an old secondary for the most part, with the exception of Pat, who who plays like an old player. Mm -hmm. And so I really like what he can bring to the table. And then on top of that, before this year, you didn't have very many guys that had playoff experience. And one thing that George did – as he added free agents, was he brought in a lot of players that had been in the postseason. They knew what that took. Kwan's one of those guys, and I think that should be helpful as the Broncos try to uh, get over this hump and get back to the postseason. Certainly will. Well, in other news, Eric, Randy Gratishar was unfortunately not selected for final consideration for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2023. I know he's been a Hall of Fame finalist, I think, three times now. Were you kind of surprised that he didn't make it this year? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. There were several linebackers that were up for consideration. You never really know how this vote's going to go with 12 voters now for the senior committee. Typically, it's fewer than that, and so maybe the you know additional voters made it tricky. There were reports that he made it to the final six of the twelve, and so you hope over the next couple of years, um, the hall. You know, not quite sure what the process is, but I think next year one senior uh, candidate will get in, and then three the following year. So it might be as many as four over the next two years. So you think, okay, well he made it to the final six. You put three in, so right. That would mean that he should get in. Obviously, you never know what's going to happen. The voters could change. Their minds could change. Mm-hmm. Um, but Randy Gratishar is definitely deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. Former Defensive Player of the Year. He's the face of that Orange Crush defense that yeah. does not have anybody in the Hall of Fame, which is you know kind of a stain on the Hall of Fame at this point. Uh-huh. And so you need to get somebody like that in the Hall of Fame. I, I do think it's a matter of time. 
But obviously for Randy, every year that he has to wait hurts. And uh, so you hope it happens sooner rather than later. But I do think it, uh, at some point it'll happen. And now we just got to cross our fingers because next week we find out if Mike Shanahan or Dan Reeves is nominated as either the coach or the contributor. So still a chance, or they would be nominated as the coach in the coach contributor category. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those guys will be nominated among the 12 finalists. So uh, maybe things can still work out for the Broncos this year. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that next week. Hopefully next year will be Randy Gratishar's year. Eric, appreciate you joining the show always. Thanks, Ed. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury update. A couple guys did not practice again today. Lloyd Cushenberry, Jonas Griffith, KJ Hamler, Natani Muti, Tyree Cleveland, and Marquise Spencer all did not participate. Luke Wattenberg and Greg Dulcich worked on a side field again today. Coach Hackett gave an update on a couple of those guys. Lloyd has a knee injury, which is why they are resting him, but he says it's nothing serious. And he also gave an update on KJ Hamler, said he's been working really hard, so they're just trying to be smart with him to make sure that there aren't any setbacks. Plus, Billy Turner was not at practice today, but he had an excused absence. Well, that'll do it for today's edition of Broncos Now. Thanks so much, Broncos Country, for tuning in for another episode. Make sure to meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for tomorrow's episode as the team continues to prepare to head to Buffalo for their second preseason game. I'll see you all tomorrow.